What's up, Eric? What's going on, man? Hey, bro. How's uh, how's my mic coming in? Is it good? Is it too loud? Is it clipping? Is it sound just right? What's up, bro? What's going on, man? What's today's date? Today's um, I don't even know the day. Today's freaking um Thursday. Thursday. It's almost Friday. That's good. That's good. Yeah, bro. Thursday evening. Thursday night. Eleven twenty-five p.m. where I'm at right now, so it's pretty late. I know it's like a late live, but I said I was going to try to hop on, so hopefully we get some more people in the room. We talk some MMA, uh, talk some life. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world, so <clears throat> unfortunately, some bad stuff, Um, you know, with the whole situation with Russia and Ukraine and whatnot. It's sad, man. Oh, Mike's coming in good. Cool, cool, bro. Nice. Hey, man, so... um. What fights do we have coming up? We got uh, Masvidal versus uh, Colby coming up. That's UFC 72. Uh, what else we got? <clears throat> Is that like the next big card? Actually, I should look that up. Let me see. Upcoming UFC fights. Um, No, actually, duh. UFC fight night. Islam Makachev versus Bobby Green. Misha Serkinov, uh, Wellington Terman. I can't really say I'm familiar with him. And then after that one's UFC 72. That's a that one's pretty lit, man. That one's uh Masvidal, Covington, RDA, Fiziev. Well, no, that's not the lit one. But I'm still excited for Masvidal versus Covington. We got Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan fighting on April 9th. That's it going Volkanovski versus Zombie. Eric says Colby versus Moss. Moss is a mega card. Nice man. Cayman. What's up, Cayman? What's going on, bro? Um <clears throat> just been on here for like li- literally like five minutes. Eric just hopped in. Cayman says I got mass for doll too. Dude, I think a lot of people and, and it's okay because like it's logical to think that Colby's gonna win. You know what I mean? Like, it's not crazy to think that because, you know, stylistically, I think it's a tough fight for for Jorge. It could be. But to completely write him off, you know, to write Masvidal off completely is like, that's crazy to me. Like, I'm seeing a lot of people writing him off. And, you know, um, he's got some pretty good defensive wrestling. I think his wrestling's underrated. I think when he focuses on wrestling... And he has, you know, he's he's focused on grappling. I mean, I say that, but Maya freaking controlled him on the ground. I mean, but even still, I don't know. I just have a funny feeling that Masvidal is going to shock the world. I think he's going to, I think he's going to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say it. I was going to say I think he's going to stop Kobe, but I don't know. Jorge's a beast, man. Um a lot of people just count him out. They think he had like a like a lucky year, like in 2019. I don't think it was luck at all. I just think the dude just kind of like uh, came into his own. We got Big Torn in the room. What's up, Torn? What's up, Doc? I'm a Bugs Bunny voice. <laughs> nice, man. So what you guys been up to, man? Um, <clears throat> man, I hate to bring up something that's like not MMA related, but this whole in, uh, situation with Ukraine and Russia and, and shit like that. It's it's sad. It's um it's disturbing. What's up, Natero? It's sad, man. It's it's um 
I don't know what to think about it. It's just like, man, here we are in 2022, and I'm not going to drag this conversation out, but here we are in 2022, and it's like, we can't stop war. You know, like, there's differences to the point that you people have to die. It's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me. <clears throat> Extremely sad. And then the thing is, too, is the sad thing as well I mean, not not sad. Scary thing is that um, you have Vladimir uh, Putin, you know, <laughs> throwing out innuendos of like nuclear war. You know, he's he's basically. I saw like his speech, like the transcript, and he was saying that, <clears throat> you know, that they may be outnumbered by NATO countries, but um, they have more nuclear capabilities than a lot of the countries in NATO. It, it was it was basically it was a threat. And he was saying that he doesn't want to go there, but but if if they feel cornered, like they feel like they have to go that route, they will. That pretty much was the gist of it, which is it's that's fucking terrifying because, guys, if there's like a nuclear war, we're dead. We're dead. I mean, it's just going to be a flash of light on the horizon and you're just going to cease to exist. I mean, it's as simple as that. And you're not, you're not even going to know what hits you. But anyway, we should probably get back into MMA talk. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, sometimes I just want to vent on life, and I feel terrible for the people of Ukraine. <coughs> I even feel, excuse me, I even feels bad for um freaking asthma. Sorry, guys. I even feel bad for you know the Russian soldiers, man. I mean, it, it's like he even here in the United States, like U.S. soldiers, like a lot of guys don't want to be deployed to do certain things. But they just get sent out. They're following orders. You know, they don't want to kill people. Sometimes they're not in alignment with, you know, with the orders. But being good soldiers and being patriotic, they just kind of go do what they have to do. But, you know, I think things would be a lot different. I mean, I talked about this today. (laughs) There'll be way less conflict if the leaders throw on some medieval armor and pick up some battle axes or swords and throw them like in a dun- Thunderdome type situation, like a pit or something. Let them fight. Let Vladimir Putin fight, you know, with some leaders to the death. And they would think twice before waging war on countries because <laughs> their skin will be in the game. You know, it's super easy to to direct people to do your dirty work. You know, it's it's crazy. <clears throat> Anyway, anyway, on a lighter note, let's just talk some MMA, guys. Sorry. Uh, Natio says, crazy what's happening in Ukraine. <clears throat> Came in a lot going on. Natio says, I believe Putin would try to take over more countries after he invades Ukraine. Yeah, I saw um, there were some experts, since we're, since we're just on this right now, there were some experts talking about this, and they were saying that he is kind of brash, he's kind of bold, kind of ignorant to a certain extent, but he's not stupid. So they were saying that that he'll only go so far because he knows that other countries will be on his ass if he tries to go a certain route. So I hope and pray that that's the case, you know. I feel, I still feel terrible for the people of Ukraine. I'm sure there's Ukrainian people on this channel, you know, um... I saw pictures, people were like hiding out in um, subway tunnels, you know what I mean? Afraid of like bombings and attacks. And um, I saw like pets in the street, I guess they abandoned their animals. Like it's it's just crazy, man. 
It's crazy. Anyway, Torn brought it back to MMA. Torn says, um, I had a f- I had a dream that Tony Ferguson took Michael Chandler down and won that fight via ground and pound. Wouldn't it be weird Ferguson get a win like that? <clears throat> it would definitely be weird, bro, because um out of all the ways I see Tony winning, I don't think that I don't think it would be from ground and pound like top control. Like if anything, I see Chandler maintaining top control. Um, you know, landing some ground upon on Tony, but yeah, it's MMA. You never know. You never know what can happen. <laughs> I just hope, I just hope Tony has a great showing. You know, Tony's Tony's a legend of the sport to me, and um. Let me lower my mic down a little bit, guys. Tony's a legend of the sport, and he's been suffering, you know, one-sided losses. And, like, I don't want to see a legend go out like that, you know? Natil says, imagine Tony catches him. That would be awesome. That would be that would be pretty amazing. Like, full transparency, like, um, hard is with Tony. Like, 100%. I don't have nothing against Michael Chandler. But 100% hard is with Tony Ferguson. I'm a big Tony Ferguson fan. Love the guy. And, um, yeah, I'm rooting for him. I'm definitely rooting rooting for him. Torrance says, Donald Cerrone and Joe Lozon added to 274. Both of them need to retire, uh, right, along with Jim Miller. Yeah, it's, 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 it's time. It's pretty much time. Uh, Jim Miller has been on a crazy run. He's still being, you know, up and comers, which is pretty cool. I think Jim Miller has the most wins in the UFC. I think he just did that. Um, his last fight was um, he broke that record, so that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Hey, anytime when you have a record in the UFC, that's just amazing because it's like you're always you're always going to be remembered, even if somebody breaks your record, you're still like like on the boards as having that record at some point. So. It's super cool. Oh, I got an itch on my back. Don't you hate that? Cayman <sighs> says, do you think we are in an era of more specialists instead of someone who successfully uses all aspects of the game like GSP? <clears throat> Let me think about that. Well, I mean, okay, so I think there are a lot of guys that are like really good really good at like a certain aspect of the game, but like they're well-rounded. So what I mean by that is they're a lot better in one aspect of the game, but they're still well-rounded. So if you look at like Charles Oliveira, um, Charles, his specialty to me, to me, and this is my opinion, his specialty is the ground. Um, But his stand-up has come along to the point where he's like, you know, <clears throat> pretty much just as dangerous standing, but his bread and butter is definitely the submissions. Um, who else is out there? Let me let me think of some people. Um, <clears throat> Whitaker's still fighting. Whitaker's pretty well rounded all around. Adesanya is definitely more on the one dimensional side. He's more of a striker. I'll say like ninety percent striking. So that's one. Who else? John hasn't really been competing. Piotr Jan is like well, Piotr Jan is not the champ right now. Um, Aljo is the champ, the champ guys. Um, that's not a knock to Aljo. I just, I just don't really recognize him as the champ like that. I feel like, I feel like Pyotr was dominating that fight. 
some sirens outside, guys. I live in the city. Um, but yeah, when Piotr Jan was the champ, I mean, Piotr Jan is about as well-rounded as they come. But not to be long-winded, to go back to the original question, if we're in an era with more specialized guys, mm, I don't know. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. I probably would say, um, I think for the most part, most part, for the most part, guys are pretty well-rounded right now. But I, there's still some outliers that they're good. They do specialize in one area of the game for sure. Uh, Goat, what's up, Goat? Goat says, uh, thoughts on the American Covington versus the Peruvian Cuban Masvidal? Um, well, we were just kind of going over that, uh, going over that a little bit, Goat. I'm not gonna get too crazy into it. I think it's a great fight. I think it's gonna be competitive. Um, I don't think Colby is going to steamroll Masvidal like that. Um, I'm not saying that Colby's not gonna win. I'm not saying that Masvidal's not gonna win or. But I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good fight. Like I personally think that Masvidal's gonna pull it off, but that's just me. I think in in some ways, like they're both bad matchups for each other. Cause it's kinda like <clears throat> if you look at Kobe Covington's skill set, you definitely have to say that he has Jorge in the wrestling and grappling department. Maybe not like submission grappling, because Jorge has gotten pretty, pretty decent with BJJ over the years, but Definitely in the overall grappling, you got to give it to Kobe Covington, the wrestling, and the stand-up. Uh, Kobe's going to get him via volume, and I think Kobe has a way faster pace, and and I think he has better cardio. So um, all of that kind of spells like, you know, like a bad matchup for Jorge, but <clears throat> if you look at it in reverse... You have Masvidal, who to me has more power. He's more dangerous on the feet, and um, Masvidal does have wrestling ability. He he does have anti wrestling. is is pretty decent to me. I think is underrated. So that's kind of an issue for Colby. Um, and also Jorge, like really, what? Oh, we got mixed martial alien. What's up, bro? Um, that's my guy Damian right there. My guy Damien is a wild guy. My man does stand-up comedy. That's amazing. We don't even talk about it. Uh, that's amazing to me. Like, people do things that other people find crazy and super bold and daring. Like, you could jump out of an airplane and that shit's terrifying. Like, the, the thought of standing in front of people and telling jokes. And if you're not funny, they're going to throw a tomato at you. Like, that's that's kind of fucking nerve-wracking. Major props to you, bro. Like for real, seriously. But going back to the, um, then again, people think doing MMA is crazy. When I used to, when I used to train, people would ask me, they're like, "Why do you do that to yourself?" I used to come to work with black eyes and like bandages and shit, and, and like all jacked up, and they thought it was crazy. So we probably all do crazy things on some level. I think freaking BMX bikers are crazy. <laughs> Everybody has a little crazy in them. Um, but yeah, going back to the fight, uh, talking about Jorge, uh, in a lot of ways, Jorge's a tough matchup for Kobe. You know, he has some um, mixed martial arts. Thanks, bro. Bro, just speaking the truth, man. Not everybody has the guts to do that. And you're actually pretty good for just starting. So I wish you the best, bro. I think you definitely have a future in it. Just stick with it. 
And um, I'm eager to see where you go, man. Don't forget about the little guys, bro. When you make it, when you blow up, <laughs> when you become the next Andrew Schultz. Gold says, I can't see Covington being a master without I think Jorge stuffs his takedowns because he did good against Usman, and Usman is much stronger than Kobe, and I see Jorge knocking Kobe the fuck out. <coughs> hey, bro, you said it. <laughs> I didn't flat out say it. You said it. Um, Very possible. Very possible. I don't think it should be shocking to people either. I think I think um it will be shocking to many, but but it shouldn't be shocking because Jorge's Jorge's a bad mofo, man. He's been in the game forever. He's very well rounded, um, highly skilled. The only thing, you know, Masvidal, I don't know how old Covington is right now. Masvidal, I think, is like thirty seven. So he's getting up there a little bit, but it's not like he's like ancient or old. But you know, thirty seven, you you you're getting there. <clears throat> But you have a valid point, man. I mean, if you look at those stats from um, Usman versus uh, Masvidal, the first fight, I think um, Kamaro scored, I think, like five out of like 16 takedown attempts. Like Jorge stuffed a lot of them. It was crazy. And you're right. Covington isn't as strong as, um, excuse me, Covington is definitely not as strong as um, Usman. I mean, takedowns, I mean, Strength and explosiveness is not the end all of like takedowns. I mean, technique obviously counts for a lot, but um, strength and explosiveness that's definitely plays a factor. And like you said, if Jorge can stuff Usman's, he's definitely going to be able to stuff um Covington's takedowns. And the longer it stays on the feet, the riskier is going to be for Covington. The the only thing if it passes the third round, I think is going to start going downhill for Jorge. What do you guys think about that? <clears throat> what do you guys think about this camera angle? You like this angle? I got my little... Actually, I made those movie reels. They're made out of wood. I'm a big time movie buff. There's a bunch of other decor in this room. Um, I got like all kinds of uh, Marvel stuff. Um, maybe I should do like a tour of like the Man Cave Fun Room. Eric Gould says the biggest thing Kobe has going for him is his relentless pace, a higher pace than Usman himself. <clears throat> if Mass can't take him out within two rounds, I see Kobe dominating. <clears throat> yeah, dude, definitely. That's um valid. Kamis says Usman's success was in the clinch in that fight too, not the takedowns. I think strength matters a lot in the clinch more than takedowns. Strength in the clinch. Hmm. Hmm. It's it's um it's definitely important. There's definitely things you could do in the clinch, um, technique wise. But um yeah, being really strong definitely uh plays a big factor in the clinch. Definitely, definitely. Montreal says uh the only thing that would be shocking in the Jorge versus Kobe fight is if Kobe KO'd or finished him anyway. <clears throat> yeah, dude. <clears throat> That's another thing. The room is kind of filling up now. That's cool. That's another thing, bro. Um, what's going on, Montreal? First of all, thank you for hopping in, bro. Um, I see. I've seen comments where people are saying uh, Kobe via knockout, and I'm like, I don't know if you guys seen the video. I was like, Kobe via knockout, Kobe via knockout. Like, hold on a second. Like, I I don't see that happening. Like, Jorge got a granite chin. He's been stopped once in his career. Actually, he got stopped via TKO's TKO in one fight. 
but um full on like out cold into the shadow realm once out of like what 40 fights like don't quote me on that but it's a, he's had a lot of fights so the dude could definitely take a shot he got a granite chin kobe don't have power like that the only way i see kobe um stopping jorge is um accumulation of strikes like tko like where jorge you know can't really defend himself anymore because he's so gassed out and overwhelmed that's like really you know the only knockout <clears throat> i see going down with that Montreal says do you think that fury actually hits harder than francis since boxers seems to hit harder than ufc fighters uh let me clear my throat hold on one sec bro you see i used to think that that wasn't true to be honest with you, the the whole boxers hit harder than than MMA guys, but and then my opinion changed um, because I trained with some guys that are like that were more boxers and they hit fucking hard, <laughs> um, like kind of scary hard. So, phys- it's not a physical thing, you know. Like they're just people. They have two arms, two legs. Um, it's just a, it's a pure technique thing. It's like Body mechanics, putting your weight into shots, uh, positioning, balance, and definitely with punch with punches, they're better at that. So I guess I guess they do hit harder. Um, but as far as like Tyson Fury hitting harder than Francis, uh, Francis is overall to me a stronger human being, um, a more athletically gifted human being. I think Francis is definitely stronger than Tyson Fury. In the raw knockout power, I definitely think he hasn't beat there. But you know, like you like you touched on, like the technique and the years of like boxing. <clears throat> I I mean I think it's comparable. It's 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 Francis's natural ability and 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 striking prowess, which he does have skill. And then it's Tyson Fury just being a huge mofo, like a big bone mofo, two hundred and seventy five pounds himself. Or maybe he's heavier than that with like years of like crazy boxing technique. So, you know, it kind of kind of balances out. Torrance says, Jorge Masvidal got knocked out by Rodrigo Dam in 2008. People act like when Usman knocked him out, that was the first time getting killed. But that was the first time he got knocked unconscious, Torrin, because he got TKO'd in that fight. He got dropped, but he was still conscious, dude. Like Jorge got straight up flatlined by Usman. And here here's another funny thing. <clears throat> I saw one of the more high uh high profile MMA uh people, personalities talk about Jorge getting knocked out. I don't know if it was DC or Chel Sonnen, but they were saying that Jorge was out for a while. He wasn't out for a while. Like if if you if you rewatch that knockout, he got knocked out, he got dropped, but he he kind of got up kind of fast. He wasn't even on the ground for like a minute. It must have been like 30 seconds. And if you if you rewatch it, when he dropped him, he was kind of flailing his arms a little bit, like trying to still defend himself. I mean, he was like 90% out of it, but he still was like kind of there. And then like shortly he gets up to interview. So that was like that was like crazy impressive. Uh that's that uh them Cuban and Peruvian genetics. <laughs> uh, Torrance says, Masvidal's been fighting since 2003 to my knowledge. Ghost says, Jorge TKO like 10, 15 years ago was an early stoppage. Yeah, he got TKO'd, if I remember. 
Uh, let me see, guys. Hold on. I'm trying to scroll up. This program is freaking out right now. Cayman, I'm going back to some previous comments. Cayman says, Masvidal may have better elbows and knees in the clinch. I think he does. I think he does. He got some nasty freaking knees in the clinch up close. And he is vicious with those elbows. Very sneaky. Very sneaky with them. Jurek says, this is a previous comment. Jurek says, uh, they need to update Colby striking on UFC 4. His stand-up is garbage on the game. Uh, the dude rocked and stood toe-to-toe with Usman. Mm. I got to check out UFC um, 4. I totally fell off with those games. Natil says, most MMA guys don't know how to sit on their punches. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Came, you know, it's kind of weird, Natero, too, but it makes sense because <clears throat> I could, I mean, I could go by my limited experience. You guys know, like, I didn't have any amateur fights, no pro fights, but I trained for a long time. So I do have knowledge, you know, as far as like mixed martial arts training. I know what it is to train for a couple of fights because I did. Um, and I can tell you from like the years that I train, uh, as far as like, strictly boxing training i mean there was like there was boxing training but it was like it was a mixture you know it's 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 what it sounds like mixed martial arts so like um we just like worked on everything you know it was a mixture of everything it was um yeah i mean i can't really think of like one specific discipline we worked on more than anything it was just like a complete mixture we would we would come in like there was days where we were focused more on grappling um Fridays was pretty much like hard. That was the hard sparring day. It was once a week at the gym that I spent the most time at. Um, there was wrestling days, which was Wednesday. But every day we pretty much worked on everything. And um, going back to the main point, I drift sometimes. Um, yeah, it makes sense because MMA guys are not specifically training in one discipline. So it's really hard to get amazing at one thing. You know, the benefit is that you're getting good at a lot of things, but it's hard to become a specialist and really good at one thing because there's so much to learn. So, yeah, I think it's a it's a punching technique thing, but it's it's scary. Like when you have a guy that comes in as like a BJJ black belt already or a super high level wrestler or a guy that's like a really good boxer, like out the gate with a lot of boxing experience because they just have to pick up other stuff and they have that one strong thing to rely on so it's kind of scary when guys uh come in like that drew says what's the best way to start boxing training um well okay i'm just speaking from my experience um the first thing i think is that you have to get and start with your conditioning you got to get in some kind of a shape so before you even step into a gym, you could kind of like work on that right now. You could start running, um, you know, uh, work on your conditioning as far as like uh, shadow boxing. You could shadow box like with weights. Um, yeah, and, and there's tons of like YouTube tutorials, bro. Um, you know, boxing channels where you could start working on things on your own before you step into a gym. And as far as like, Training in a boxing gym, the first gym that I started training in, it was a hybrid boxing and MMA gym or school. 
And um, from my experience, as far as like boxing training, um, well, I talked about it before, like there's similarities to like MMA. You have to, you know, baby steps. You take it day by day, um, you know, like 1% better every day. You don't, you don't jump into the deep end. Don't spar hard. You know what I mean? If, if you spar hard every day you go in, you're not really going to like learn anything. You're just going to get kind of beat up, um, get brain damage. But yeah, the first, the, the first thing, if you're really serious about going into like boxing, I guess the first thing. So like when you step into the gym and not at such a big disadvantage because anybody that has trained, whether boxing, any kind of combat sport, wrestling, mixed martial arts, People in this chat will attest to this if they train. The number one thing is cardio. Cardio and conditioning, bro. You have to get your cardio and conditioning on par. Like, I don't even care what it is, whether it's boxing, jujitsu, wrestling. It's so freaking important. And it's like a shell shock. Like, when you step into a gym and you think, you think you're in shape, you think you're in shape because you could bike 12 miles. You think you're in shape because you could run freaking 15 miles straight, but it's a completely different thing. You know, you have to a lot of interval training, you know, uh, do like rounds, like like uh, three minute rounds and like one minute rest or five minute rounds, one minute rest. So in each minute, like do something different. So you could do like box jumps for one minute, uh, jump rope for the next minute, uh, sprints for the third minute, uh, burpees for the fourth you know what I mean? Or you could just do straight freaking push-ups for the fifth minute and then you have like one minute rest. And then within that one minute, um, try to get your heart rate down and uh, calm yourself and uh, get your get your cardio and conditioning, your body accustomed to like bursts of like energy and then like and then like rest. That's that's like pretty much my advice. Jerk says, uh, Jorge would have won the ultimate fighter back in the day if Joe Lawson, uh, with Joe Lawson and Evan Dunham. Jerk says, sick of guys saying MMA fighters need better boxing, kicking, or casual arts fighting. I've noticed it's always boxing champions and martial arts actors saying this. <clears throat> what are they saying, Jerk? That... Oh, they need better boxing and kicking. Oh, okay, okay. So dudes like Michael Jai White. You know, it's funny. Like, I, I talked about it. Like, I met Michael Jai White before in a casino. Um, actually, I have a picture with him. And um, he was really nice in person. He took a picture with me and stuff like that. The only thing is that, like, I noticed in some interviews with him, he comes off as, like, I don't know. He comes off as, like, kind of pompous a little bit and a little arrogant. and he looks dangerous. He looks dangerous. I mean, the dude is like super jacked in person. I don't doubt his martial arts skill, but he does come off a certain way, a little braggadocious and whatnot. And, um, he has, he has a lot of stuff to say. He's got a lot of stuff to say about MMA fighters and whatnot. It's a little irritating, but you know, it's kind of funny. And then as far as like the, Oh, Montreal says, I love your channel. MMA son, keep up the great work. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for the support. I tell you guys that all the time. Um, if you guys enjoy the content and you enjoy uh, what I'm putting out, that makes me really happy. I really mean that. It gives me the motivation to keep going, you know. I do it because I love it. 
first and foremost, before any other kind of motivation, like I love this, you know, I love talking fights. I love, I love sharing the knowledge that I do have. Uh, you guys know, I'm always going to keep it real with you. I don't inflate things, especially not with myself. I don't make things up. Um, I'll give you my honest opinions on the fight game, on fights, on people. And, um, that's all I want to do with the channel. I just want to be always true to myself, be true to you guys and put out fun content that, you know, as fight fans, like we all could enjoy, you know, uh, talk about fights and events. And, you know, I want the channel to be like a cool hub for that, you know, but, uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Totally forgot what I was talking about before. <laughs> Kamen says, do you do um, overhand grip deadlifts? I've been doing that more for grip strength. It's the hardest way to deadlift, in my opinion, because there's no getting way around grip, unlike mixed grip, hook grip. <clears throat> yes, I do. I do do overhand deadlifts. Um, I used to do, I used to do the mixed grip. Sometimes I try to train without wraps. But when I go heavy, um, I def I use wraps. I'm just being honest uh, because I'm trying to, um, you know, maximize the 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 force on my full body. You know what I mean? I don't want my grip to be the limiting factor to to get my body strong. When I'm doing deadlifts and lifting weights, I haven't been lifting weights in a while. Actually, I'm gonna start working out again. Um. But um yeah man I I uh when I did do def deadlifts so be overhand um also because it's apparently safer for your biceps you could get bicep tears with the mixed grip on the hand that is underhand um cuz if you don't lift correctly you could actually put too much strain on that one bicep and and pop it and that's that's just terrifying so mixed grip puts a halt on that like you're not going to blow a bicep out by by doing um i'm sorry not mixed grip overhand grip so um yeah man deadlifts are freaking awesome i was actually like kind of against them for the longest time and because one time i hurt my back doing them and um which is a funny story <clears throat> i was trying to deadlift 500 pounds i was working my way up to that and uh, some of you guys are savages with deadlifts. I mean, I don't really be coming close to crazy numbers. Um, the most I threw up, 405. You know, um, I actually have video of it. I got pictures for people that don't believe me. Uh, but yeah, I was working my way to 500. And I was, I think I would have did it, to be honest with you. I was getting there. I was progressing pretty rapidly. But um at the time when I was working to that number, um, I was I was in a process of moving. I moved from Florida back up north, so that kind of like curbed. You know, I had like a I had like a dedicated training room, and um, I was able to focus to like work towards certain goals. But when I moved, I just kind of got out of deadlifting, and then like back in the day, back in the day, the reason I stopped deadlifting for a long time was because I hurt my back. I remember like I was actually working retail. And I don't know if you guys ever ever worked retail before, but there's Black Friday. And for those of you guys who don't know what Black Friday is, it's like um the day before what what is it um the week the Friday after Thanksgiving. Like if I'm not mistaken, that's like big time sales. And um 
just a com- complete madhouse if you work retail. And I remember the day I was supposed to actually go in to work overnight, I was doing deadlifts and I popped something on my back and I could, I couldn't walk. Like I remember like I was pulling the weight up and I just felt something pop on my back and it was like this electricity feeling. And I just dropped the weight and I fell back on my back and I couldn't move for like a little bit. And then finally I was able to like move and stand up, but my back was completely shot. And I was like that for like two weeks. So you got to be like super careful, man. But I was kind of like more of like a novice uh, with deadlifts and stuff back then. And then once I got into it, uh, more heavy into it, I, I was doing it with way better technique and being more careful. Armando, what's up? What's up, man? Uh, Mano says, yo, what up? My bad. I've been missing out on these streams. Nah, that's cool, man. Hey, we all got lives, bro. I get it. I don't, um, you know, I don't take it anyway, man. You guys are super supportive. You know, you make it in the live if you can. Jerry says, Jean-Claude Van Damme said, TJ Dillashaw kicking is not world-class enough. Dude, TJ Dillashaw is an MMA prize fighter. Probably kick your ass, Mr. Van Damme. That's some facts right there. <laughs> That's some facts right there. I actually, I love Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm not going to lie. Similar to Bisbing, Van Damme's one of the guys that, that inspired me to like train and get into martial arts and fitness and stuff like that. Of course, Bruce Lee, you know, there's a few guys, but, um, yeah, yeah. You know, some, some, I'm not saying Van Damme, but some of these guys are a little bit like delusional. But you know what's crazy about Van Damme? He actually does have a kickboxing background. And I think he was like, uh, I'm trying to think of his record. I think he was 12 and 1 or was it 19 and 1 or something like that. But he competed under Varenberg. And a lot of people don't know that. You know, I don't even think Michael Jai White knows that because Michael Jai, Jai White, he be crapping on Van Damme sometimes. And I'm like, bro, Van Damme actually has had more fights or matches than you. So to call him a fake fighter is kind of comical. But uh, anyway, guys, um, it's 12.06 where I'm at. It's a week. They actually have to work tomorrow. So uh, Amando, bro, damn it, man. You came in a little late, man. But it's all good. It's all good, man. I'm, I'm happy to see you pop in. Um, yeah, to the rest of you guys, thank you so much for hopping on the live. Uh, hope you enjoy them. I'll definitely try to do more. And... Um, Until the next time, everybody stay safe, take care of yourselves, and um, I'll catch you guys in the next one, all right? Later, guys.